So we have a show called Stale Popcorn. We do. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. That has all of two episodes in the last like two months. And I'm kind of debating whether to... So we, we saw a movie last night. Yes. And I can't figure out if I just wanted to talk about it here because we're here. Right. Or roll the dice on actually getting to a stale popcorn. I want to roll the dice. Okay. It's important to me. Because I would need I need to think about the movie. Like it's not even remotely in my head mm-hmm. right now. And plus, I, it's just what makes such a good stale popcorn episode. <sighs> yeah. And we then, just have to do it. Okay. So we'll put that aside. <laughs> okay. We're supposed to be watching Acrimony with the 13-year-old tonight. <sighs> and I can't wait because... <laughs> <laughs> her reactions are going to be priceless. Why would I agree to that? Because, so I, I'm not paying any attention to the movie at this point. I'm solely watching her. Because I think... I mean, you know, it's worth another go-round. Maybe it's better this time. No. It's going to be worse this time, actually. What I if think. she's like, I like this. It's good. How much respect I mean, I can I lose say, for a 13-year-old? Right. I have to say what people were saying about what was the name of the movie we saw? Fatal, Fatal Affair. Affair. Which is a terrible yes. name. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. But mm. it wasn't that. that. I mean, people had me thinking it was like below acrimony. In the end, I just couldn't stand Nia Long's character. Really? Yeah. We're not doing this. We're not doing so this. So how'd yes. you do? How'd you, why do you have so much junk food? What's that about? Are you um, PMSing or something? No, I just realized that we never have snacks here. We always have snacks here. No, we don't. We have random bits of food like that lasagna or whatever that's been in the fridge since Eek. we moved in. Eek. But we don't generally have snacks here just laying around. So I already ate um, the sleeve of peanut butter cups, which uh. ended up being covered in white chocolate, which made me uh. enjoy it a little bit less. I'm not a white chocolate guy. Me either. Um, so yeah, just... Some drinks and whatever. So you got some lime and jalapeno ruffles. Not bad. Not bad at all. Shout out to Anthony Davis for cooking that one up. Um, I'm not mad at all. Um, I'm I'm tired. I've been a little draggy. Yeah, working out is not pleasant. And when I came home, I came home at like ten, I want to say, ten thirty, I guess, and I just sat on the couch mm-hmm. for like a half an hour like there was no, I was like I gotta get in the shower and start my day I couldn't the hard part <clears throat> one of the hard parts about working out is not like you get to the peak and get to chill for a month and then come back and still be on the peak right you're always in the state of yeah soreness or yes. tired yes or whatever so the thing that does it for me and it's funny because I, I used to drive there mm-hmm. it's like an eighth of a mile but I drove there especially in bad weather or winter or whatever. And I always felt guilty about driving there. Like it's, you're going to work out. It's a perfect pre-workout walk and post-workout walk. So I stopped doing that. I started walking. This last go around, I've been riding my bike there. So when we do our last little sprints or whatever is going to happen at the end, he lives on the top of a hill. So we usually sprint up the hill and that's it. When I get back on that bike, I'm like wobbling left and right for a good half a block because I just like going from running to riding a bike is the worst part of the entire workout. Getting there, beautiful. Right. I'm just like, I'm on a bike and it's nice outside. Yay. Coming home, 
I just want to leave the bike there and walk home. That reminds me of my um, track days. Um, if the weather was bad outside, coach would send us to Colston Hall, which was uh, one of the main class buildings or whatever. And I want to say it was wasn't a huge building. It was probably about six, seven stories. It wasn't anything crazy. But we would end up running the stairs for mm. half hour, 45 minutes, hour, whatever we mm-hmm. needed to do for that day. And your story reminds me of the idea of like going up the stairs. It was annoying. And it was like coming down. You always felt like you were about Dreaded. to fall on your face because your legs were gone. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like you coming back from. Correct. Like, I just like feel. You, like in, in theory, it's like I'm coasting along and I'm not pushing. But you just you're blown. Oh. Um, I used to tell my clients all the time that fitness and athletics are one of the few things where the better you get at it, the harder it gets Mm -hmm. because it's not like you do, it's it's never a point where you're not progressing. So you worked out for 15 minutes, you mastered 15 minutes. Great. Now we're going for 20 Mm -hmm. and it just keeps going that way. Um, There's never a day where you go see your trainer and he's like, what are you doing here? You graduated. Right. You worked out. <laughs> you're done now with the worky outy things. It's like that joke about the guy at the gym who has all the muscles. You won. You're done. You you're done. Them. Yeah, but that's you not, are done. It's not a thing. Coach Mo is never going to say that to me. Hi, Coach Mo. He's n- I'm never going to come to that place and he say, I don't know what you're doing here. Right. You have the perfect physique. I gave you a certificate of fitness. <sighs> no, that's not how You're it officially works. healthy. It's, yeah. been a, it's been about a month, two months. I don't know, but I don't like it. I still don't like it, not even remotely. But I am glad that, yo, Shane, the schedule is everything. Like, the schedule is all the things. Like, I was about to say which schedule, but I realize you mean all the schedule. All the schedules. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that I that I have Wednesday, that there's nothing happening on Wednesday. There's no phone mm-hmm. calls. There's no meetings. There's no anything, except for going to him going to coach mo in the morning and that's it so last wednesday was a little hectic because on top of the regular wednesday schedule um cole was here i don't remember. No, that was friday because we had switched when i'm losing days because we switched writing practice right we did yeah. a fair amount of schedule changing yeah because um, i used to do writing practice and good talk on wednesdays and right. now both of those things are on friday no today's monday i know monday and friday Is i it mean monday last week I pushed it to Friday with the understanding that the following week it would be Monday and Friday. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought you... Initially, we were just going to do one day a week. I know we had switched it to... Remember, two, we did writing practice at I know two we did it two days last four. week, but I thought the second day was kind of a lark. Like I just feel like doing it. Um, the second day on Friday is what's like dry erased on the big old calendar. I don't look at the calendar. I know. I'm just telling you. If I put it there, mm. then that's... okay. So, so bottom line is we switched up a bit. Um, So last Friday, we had writing practice and then good Mm -hmm. talk later. Mm -hmm. And managing that with a seven-year-old in tow with a tablet that doesn't quite charge very well, Mm -hmm. who's hangry and all the things. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, So now I have him on. Who cares about this? Um, so now I have them on Wednesday. Care. Now I have them on Wednesday, which is now technically a slower day. Mm-hmm. At least slower for me. Mm-hmm. You're still, well, I'm still doing it's things. It's slower so. for me too. Yeah. Um, I have to have a day 
where there's no things going on. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just no way that I can write the stories I'm supposed to write, write the books I'm supposed to write, right. and not have one day that has a large swath of time. So another thing I'm trying to figure out is what content is going to happen in lieu of, not in lieu of you, but outside of you. Um, because obviously everything we do here so far has involved us directly. Mm-hmm. Um, but where I think we had this, I've had some version of the conversation before where writing practice is yours. I'm still sort of trying to figure out mine. And then I still want to have other pieces come in that are neither of us, but I'm not sure what that looks like yet. Mm-hmm. Now that, cause I think we're now getting to a point where we have enough of a platform that I feel comfortable talking to somebody about wanting to bring their content in or if who wants to do some sort of content mm-hmm. um, and managing that with some air of regularity and expertise. Yep. If we did it, cause you, we've had this conversation before. And if I tried this six weeks ago, when I first started thinking of it, I would have been doing somebody a disservice mm-hmm. um, us or them. Mm-hmm. So now it's, it's building a network that isn't, just us and what that phase looks like next although i feel like we're not i don't even feel like we're i mean we're definitely there in terms of thinking it through Mm -hmm. what that looks like Mm -hmm. but we still have to figure out like or maybe i have to figure out no we all have to figure out social there's some heavy lifts that have to happen and that's coming with that we're on the verge of that so and i think that's where i'm trying to get things to dovetail a little bit because krishna has a lot of more talents than I think we knew yeah, when she sure. came on board. Um, which again frees me. So I've been working on the video thing and trying to figure out the video thing for a long time. And now there's a portion of the video piece that won't even be in my hands anymore, which is like, okay, this time comes back. Yeah. What does this become now? So it's all the things. Um we still have a whole ass podcast to produce, to produce, produce. That has right. like seven episodes. Right. Six, seven. Um, I was looking at, and those files I think the other that the Holy Grail episode is so much more likely now than it was six months ago. Really? Yeah. Hmm. We could do it while playing ping pong. That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's closer to happening than definitely a lot more than I thought. Um, I mean, it seems like it's appropriate appropriate amount of time for that too. Because right, it feels like more of a because before it was like that even even that ask. Mm-hmm. It was just silly because and it's funny too because what we forgot not that we forgot it but we were moving so quickly mm-hmm. that we thought everything is, is as fast as we move is how slow everything else moves around us like it's almost a relativity kind of thing we're we're progressing and doing things very very quickly and folks hadn't caught up to us yet have they yet um they're at least getting up to speed if they haven't caught up you know i mean we've been together for a year mm-hmm. a hair longer than a year so it's fantastical to me and slightly hilarious that we were doing this podcast when we were well i think like the we're telling were... people to come in and talk to us about how to love Aaliyah, and we've been together for a smooth six weeks but that's why it made sense then because <laughs> we were in the beginning right to do it now would be a little right odd right as we're about to, well the, I mean, the marriage peg is there but it's, there. it's only as a peg is right. that as a concept it right. made more sense at the beginning as a matter of fact it probably should be shopped before we got married because of the peg. We don't, no one knows what we're talking about right now. So 
uh and it wasn't six weeks it was probably about three months in <laughs> um you came up with the idea of doing a podcast don't series. put it on me it was you you came up with the idea of doing a podcast series <clears throat> based on um well the title is how to love and mm-hmm. the entire concept is me talking to friends or family of yours yep. about what they've seen of your previous relationships and how how to love how on my end to love you properly isn't what I, really what i want to say but to know how to to know what your needs are and figure out how to navigate those things. And then although that was the crux, it ended up just being like who are who are these people? Right. Cuz you got to know the people that we brought in mm-hmm. as much as they got to know you. It was also a way of people knowing who you are. Like people like mean your mom. like like my mom. Mm-hmm. Um I'm assuming that's not the first time you met her, is it? No. When did you meet her first? I was at her house for a holiday. No. No, that, that was yet. after. No, that hadn't happened yet. Um, but no, I had met her. I met her at your birthday party. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it was around that time. Um, so we had my mom mm-hmm. and we had my sister, mm-hmm. right? Yep. We had my really good friend, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to call him my really good friend, not my best friend in this scenario. Do you know why? Because there's a twin. Because there's a twin who yeah. wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So I can only say my best friends, Paul and Portia. Separately, they're just my really good friends. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, who else? Darnell, my high school boyfriend. What good content is that? <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, your daughter. My high school boyfriend, my daughter, my mom, my sister. I think that's that was everybody <laughs> that we it? got. And I think we only wanted to get twin. Um, your old, eldest daughter. Sky, my friend Maya, who lives in Baltimore, um, and then the Holy Grail, which we're not going to say, but mm-hmm. one final one we were hoping to get. Yep. Um. Um. Speaking of content, uh, Cole wants to do something, mm. and he's—I mean, he's seven, so it's all over the map. I'm like, how can I make this into a project for him? How do we? How do we get him to do his first short film or? Very, very slow. Oh yeah, and very, very carefully. Mm-hmm. But he's brought up a few times, so he watches a lot of YouTube, mm-hmm. and he plays a lot of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So he watches his YouTube, his Fortnite YouTubers, mm-hmm. and the folks who are creating content and everything else. He has this idea of like, I want to be a YouTuber. What do you mm-hmm. want to be? I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Which I think this is our life is the only scenario. Mm. Where that sounds intriguing and mm-hmm. like a cool thing. Yes. I think if we are accountants. Then that doesn't make was, any sense. And that kid says they want to be Although YouTuber. I think that there are plenty of accounting parents who are like, cool, who get it. Yeah, but it's. And I, there's plenty of YouTube parents that are like, hell fucking no. Right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I I just, yeah, I've, I've pictured a lot of households where the seven year old saying, I want to be a YouTuber and. It's just like, wow, no. what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That's not a job. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's 10-year-olds on YouTube making millions of dollars a year. Actually, though, I have to say, I think that most parents like in our age group and below, like you got to be really up there in age to not get that YouTube can be a thing. And that, what's that kid's name that um, makes all the money on YouTube? I want to say he's Latinx. He has like a Spanish last name. Um, there's so you many. pointed him out to me. Yeah, uh, people know. People know. I see a lot of parents my age on Facebook saying, "Check out my kid's YouTube channel. Follow my kid on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Check out my kid's Instagram." It's like, it's, it's it, people think 
that there's a thing there. Um, his mother has his URL still, I believe. He had a Twitter at one point, but we took it down. Just thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his, his branding is set mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to figure out how to make some content. So I got to figure out how to make that a thing, too. Well, my daughter has just decided she wants all the coin. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on over there, but. She's getting ready for her first Kalimba album. Not only that, but she's making T-shirts um, based on the Toni Morrison image that she did on my shirt. She's taking that in to be scanned mm-hmm. and she's going to sell those. So wait, 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 wait. There's a problem here, though. <laughs> yes. You paid for a custom shirt. Yes. She has my full permission, nigga. Did she? Did 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 she? I'm just saying. Did she get the permission beforehand, or did she say I'm just screening shirts? That's a good question. Because if my shirt gets screened mm-hmm. without my permission, I have a problem. Let me see. Did she? Well, it all happened at once. Like it was. She and I were talking to her dance teacher on Facetime, waiting mm-hmm. for the kids. And she said, "Maisie, what have you been doing?" And I was like, "Let me show you what she's been doing." She's <laughs> like, "Oh God." So I showed her the shirt, and the teacher's like, "Oh my God, could you do one for me for my favorite author? It's James Baldwin." I was like, "Nope." <laughs> she was like, "I can't, Maya. <laughs> I already have that one scheduled." And she said, "You should, you should make these into shirts." And then Maisie's like, "Huh? I'm listening." And she was like, "You got to find a professional scanner. They can take it." So it came out of a conversation, mm-hmm. and I was standing there. She didn't say specifically like, "Is that okay?" But I was like, "Whatever." So she's making those shirts. She's making some earrings. Um, she saw how much I had to pay for those frog earrings of hers, and her brain started clicking. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I'm getting a text. Can you buy me these um, these hooks um, right, the that you hooks. use to make earrings? I was mm-hmm. like, mm. so we'll see. I'm here for it. So in lieu I'm of, not buying her shit. So in lieu of going to school, our kids are just going to have they're their just gonna own businesses. Make things. Yeah, they're going to just skip to the entrepreneurship. There you go. And dance. That's it. Well, yours dance and mine uh, not so much. Maybe not. Unless it's a Fortnite dance, right? So she has her first play date post post pandemic play date on Friday. She's going bike riding with her friend that she has not seen since March. How far behind are we going to be as we? So wait, where are they riding bikes? Um, near the chick's house in Montclair. Okay. Um. Yeah. Because I, I know you have some concerns about her being completely road ready just yet. Um, I think I got to let it go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that there's, if I'm like, just go with me for a couple of times, we'll do that forever. Right. And I'll never feel like she's ready. Mm-hmm. She's got to fall. She's got to have a car honk at her. I have to pray. Like, the, she's got to go ride the goddamn bike. She knows how to ride a bike. Right. The other stuff I can't be like. And then when you get to a curb like that, I usually try to lean over a bit so I can. You just gotta figure it out. So, um, yeah. So they're gonna go bike riding. It's weird. Like this is someone she's seen pretty much every day since she was five, and they both turned thirteen without each other. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even. It's just it's crazy. So they're gonna see each other. That'd be awesome for her. Still trying to figure out a play date for him. Um, his best friend's parents aren't quite ready yet, which I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and on his mother and my end, there's not a lot of parents. Well, I'll speak for myself. There's not a lot of parents I want to hang out with for a play date. <laughs> right. Uh, outside of them. So we're. Oh, um, that's right. You got to stay. 
We don't have to. The thing is, Seven's we don't. weird. You still got to kind of stay. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, we've seen where that very much isn't the case for a lot of parents. Oh, okay. Especially when we've discovered certain birthday parties. Right. Um, and they're like, uh-uh. See you in an hour. But so my first thing is Cole has goes like when you're seven, it's birthday parties every week mm-hmm. and everybody goes. Most of these kids we've never met or their parents. So the idea like just drop them off and pick them up in um, an hour. Right. Not so much. So just. Yeah. So we didn't go to those. If I didn't know the parent mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. we weren't going to the party. Because I'm not dropping you off if I don't know the parent. Well, that's the thing. Like we, at that point, we're just there. Right. Um, and those are the ones where typically, even post-divorce, we would go together just so there was some relief and not just stand there looking like an right. oddball. Of course. Um, but yeah, generally, but after a while also, it gets to a point where that becomes less and less. Right. But just the idea of like, boom, good luck, see you later. Right. Like, eh, not so much. Uh, I get to yeah. do that. Yeah, I can't see it's that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, 13, She's sure. 13. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just about They'll be like, seven, why are six y'all year. here? Right. She didn't get Go high. away. Right. She should be on an Uber right now. Right. Um, Maisie's Ubered. Yeah, she has actually the dances. Yes. Maisie has Ubered. Look, uh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, I look forward to throwing Cole an Uber, but I'm, I'm not actually. No. Um, speaking of bikes, I rode for, I guess I left for about two hours yesterday. Hmm. And. It's one of the few times that I rode casually. Usually, riding for me is yeah, I know I the see. thing. Um, there, you're you're in the center of a whole bunch of cyclists, and y'all are all <laughs> trying to keep pace to get to the top of the mountain in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I I mean by myself, it's just like it's usually it's there's no coasting. There's just certain. That's things. what I mean. Like, yeah. In your head, right? You're in the center of the pack because I have been right. many a time. Um, so I just took the camera and just rode for a couple hours and I just had a blast. Just like, oh, and, and like, I would say 99% of my pictures were just not good. I was mm. trying some different things and got some filters and stuff. And it's like, yeah, this didn't work out too mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. But just the pedaling around and just the putzing was nice. And then I kind of got intentionally lost, even though I hadn't gotten that far. And I'm just seeing all these beautiful houses mm-hmm. on these super quiet streets. And they're not huge and not fancy, just really nice houses, mm-hmm. lawns, and everything else. So I'm like, I don't want to be in the building anymore. I don't know that I necessarily want to buy a house because we tend to treat that as the, the default thing that you're supposed to do as an adult, but it's not necessarily a great investment for everybody. Right. Um, but I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be. Like, I moved to Jersey to not be surrounded top, bottom, left, right, right. by people. Mm hmm. Um, I kind of forgot that because I didn't have any home for a little while. Um, but no, just the idea of like, wow, he's just this, just this chill kind of vibe. And it was a, it was a Sunday, not much going on. There's a couple joggers and just like just nothing. Yep. I was like, this this will be. Same. I can do this. I, I need this. You want a house? This? I want a house. You can't rent those houses. We can rent a house. Honestly, you need to be in that neighborhood. But that was it was more the. The house that you could rent, you're going to be like, which way the parkway lofts again? Is it left or right? Uh, I don't think so. Because the thing is, I, and we've had this conversation before. I mean. Like parkway lofts has amazing amenities and mm-hmm. all other things. Even pre-pandemic, I didn't need those as much. They weren't a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. So the idea of 
they just be in boxes on the front steps and mm-hmm. nobody calling and say there's a box or mm-hmm. whatever. What? I'm fine. You like that. I'm, so you, you're I'm fine okay. with your boxes being stolen because they're on the front steps. So and I probably shouldn't advertise this. Our office now is basically that kind of a setup. Yeah, it is. I watched five boxes from Home Depot sit on those steps for four days mm-hmm. and nobody paid in any mind. Well, I mean, I get it. But I can assure you that, I mean, you could definitely live in a house, but the housing market is just very two-sided. It's like affordable mm-hmm. and eh, and then $5,000 a month. And they're, and they're only putting it on the market because they're about to sell it. So you're going to live there for six months and get kicked out. Um, now buying. I don't think it should rule that out. It, it's. I think you should think about it. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Let's give it some thought. You enjoyed your putzing? I enjoyed my putzing. Did it make it better that you and I weren't speaking to each other like at all? I, I wasn't sure if we were going to get into this or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you can't talk about your ride um, for two hours and not mention I mean that. it was born of that just the idea like I us staring at each other while we were not speaking generally is not a good look I don't mind it it's it's a little awkward for me to just be floating around and like cause also I stare at you I'm the opposite though when I'm not you to look at me. When, I, when I'm not talking to you I don't look at you at all yes like I don't want to make eye contact yes well so, I was Looking right at the back of your head, like mm-hmm. what? So yeah, there's a, is there a so, world? So I would say this: the upside, because when we have those moments, or when I have conflict moments, period, it's generally all I can think about. I, I get very focused in on it and everything else. So the ride was surprisingly a space where that fell away for a little while, right? Because, and yeah, I feel like I was kind of expecting to go on this ride, do the things. It still be working it through in my head, but it just kind of went away for a while, which is really dope. Yeah, it didn't go away for me. But I did have a few moments where I was like, okay, this might be fucked up, but I'm okay with this right now. I'm okay with this quiet and not talking. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wish it wasn't because of this thing, but hmm, so this is what complete silence looks like. Yep. It didn't last too long. Well, I mean, it did actually. I, I was listening. We got a full to, twenty-four hours in. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. I'm done, by the way. I listen to every single podcast. Um, I'm all the way caught up. So great show, by the way. Just the winning, <laughs> a winning couple. I'm really into them. The woman talks a hair too much. Um, guy has to kind of fight to stay in there, but it's a good show. Anyway, what um, makes you mean of hours we've done? I haven't looked at. You the mean actual. counting I'm, stuff that didn't go on? You no, know, I mean like, like. So we're on episode 47, whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. How many hours of actual content have we published at this point? Oh, gosh. 60? No, it's got, it's got, we, we've got several, we have two several two-hour two hour episodes. It's we might true. have a three-hour episode in there. We might be near 100 hours on that one alone. Interesting. I don't know, but I enjoyed it. And we have, I'm all caught up. We have three and a half hour episodes. I broke up into two separate episodes because I know I was, I'm listening to, I just finished listening to one right now. Um, and I don't remember when I'm listening to it. I'm like, wait, this doesn't DoorDash the dick. That's the second half of something else. (laughs) That's my last one. I have fun making titles. Um, 
Yeah, I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of was okay. Although I didn't like how it you, happened. You didn't like the reasoning for it, but... No, but I do think that it kind of... I think the universe kind of felt like we needed to not talk, quite frankly, mm-hmm. um, for a bit. And just kind of... Again, I don't know. If, I don't know if I go on my spectacular bike ride if not for not. us. And I, th- I, I got like, a lot of work done. I'm like, maybe this needs to be a regular thing. Like every Saturday or Sunday, I just go and take bad photos of things. Maybe. Um, one of the old episodes I was listening to, we talked about how long we have ever had conflicts, and then we were like six, seven hours, mm-hmm. and we're done. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh. <laughs> I'm listening to that while I'm flouncing around the house, not speaking to you at hour like 20. It's not, it doesn't feel good. It's a little odd to, to not be talking to you and, and hear the podcast that you're listening to it. Oh yeah. Wait, I always wear headphones. Yeah, I can hear it. Huh? Um, oh, unless I'm in the shower. That too. Then I don't wear headphones. Yeah. Um, that's always interesting. Those are separate people. I don't even know those people. Those pre-pandemic kiddos, they're so hopeful. They're adorbs. I don't know them. Just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Bright-eyed. Where's my dog at, yo? <sighs> so, yeah. It's a tough market. Unless it is went, a tough market. If you just take the triplets, we'd be fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, if I would just take those two dogs who had been mercilessly beaten or whatever the heck happened to them for the first six months of their life, we'd be fine. We'd have two dogs who needed to be held all the time. Every single picture of both of the dogs, they're like, I'm like, the dog is six months old. Why are you carrying this dog? So I don't know. I think that, I think it's going to be a minute, quite frankly. Mm. I think that um, I talked to two rescue places that were like, we don't have any puppies. We have adult dogs, senior dogs, no puppies. I have a friend who I had listed as a reference and they were immediately like, oh, well, I have connections too. If you guys mm-hmm. want something, let me know because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, his son has an entire Instagram uh, called Simon Loves Dogs. Um, and Simon does love dogs. Okay. And it's just a. Is Simon a breeder? Simon is my friend's son. I know. But oh. why is. I mean, like, why do we want to know that his Instagram is Simon Loves Dogs? Like, does he sell dogs? No, he's just. Is he around dogs? He's, a lot? Always, he's always taking photos with dogs. And okay. He's always around dogs. And he's had his dog for a couple of years. And it's just dogs are just his thing. So Got he has it. an Instagram. Simon Loves Dogs. Found him. Is his name Simon? His name actually Simon, or is that like a pseudonym? No, his name's actually Simon. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so maybe oh. I'll hit Simon's them up. Dog is very. Look at Lola. Yeah, Lola's a thing. Lola is so Lola's beautiful. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lola is just a big, huge. Uh, fix your mic. Lola is a big, huge love muffin. Oh, and she uses Simon as a pillow. Ugh. <laughs> oh, Simon is a child. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought Simon That's was an adult. That's my friend's son. 
your friend's son can be an adult. My my friends. I was confused why you were saying, do they breed dogs? Yeah, I'm like, Simon I'm like, loves dogs. I'm thinking that's the like name Simon's, of a rescue Simon's place. A, I think a nine. <laughs> well, you said, the person said, if you need help, no, they, I they can have help con- you. They have connections to right. different but, places. And then you said, their kid has something called Simon loves dogs. So I'm thinking that's like, anyway, getting a dog is not simple. And I think it's actually a good thing that we have to be patient and fill out different apps for different places. The, if your the friends, social media thing is a little weird. Social media? They want to know your social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, that, that's a little odd to me. You think so? Kind of. It's a great way to get a good, quick... I think it makes sense. I mean, there's so many things you can see right away and be like, eh. Does being a blue check get us a dog faster? No. And I put your <laughs> Facebook, not your Twitter. Um, I still feel like putting my Facebook... Your Facebook it's a little is more. Yeah, my Facebook, right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't hear from your friends who say they called, then you can assume that that dog was adopted and that one's a wrap. I don't even remember what that one was for. Cause I was put, that Tito? <laughs> Tito. Yeah, that was for Tito and one other one from the same rescue. Mm. Um, and then I put two of them, two of your references down. For another one that only asked for two. Okay. So if you don't hear, then sure, it's just still either making its way or it's a lot. It's like dating. It's like dating. Take my math. Mm-hmm. Did you ever say that to mm, someone? I never gave him my number, much less take my math. You never gave a woman your number? Mm, not initializing. I, I've, yeah, I can almost positively tell you I never said here's my number. You never said here, call me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever did. How is that possible? I'm a sad <laughs> and shy little man. You're that's, not sad, that's sad or shy, but... I'm shy in that respect, yeah. Not sad, but shy. So if you don't get clogged over the head and dragged back to the cave, you're just single for the rest of your life? At some point, you would have had to be like, "Fuck it, I gotta go out there and." That's do what something. the swipe. That's what the swipe was. Uh, that's what the message was. That was that was it. Right. In the real world, not so much. So, what would you have done in the real world if you didn't have social media? I mean, um, dating apps. Waited. To get club. Somebody will say something eventually. I have so. Um, At one point, you would be, have to be too horny to just wait. At some point, absent dating apps you would have been like i have got to figure out a way to talk to a woman you would have asked a friend to hook you up on a date you would have done that's something. more likely than me just approaching someone a blind a blind date would probably what be about somebody thing. at work oh absolutely not i don't play that game not, not just in the same building not connected to your job so that there's any no shit same where you company eat. no different company Probably not still. I'm not a, it's not, yeah. You're sitting in the little break room having yogurt. You can do this as yogurt. much as you want to. The you're answer is the same. In, you're sitting in the break room having yogurt. You're answering. She you're comes asking. in and says, is that my yogurt? And you say, what? Either yes or no, depending <laughs> whether I stole her yogurt. No. Uh, you say, yes, it is your yogurt. Now I guess I have to buy you one. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Let's make it frozen yogurt. That, why are you trying to coach me into dating <laughs> now? Like, really? Because I, I wish you had that experience. 
quite I had frankly. the experience I wanted to have. And oh, okay. I wasn't so much inclined on. I, so I have a friend back from my, who is still my really good friend. I'm the godfather to his son. Um, he threw shot put, I ran. And I never understood those shot putters. Why? It's a strange event. Heavy ball. Who can throw it the farthest? I know. It's it's so normal that it's strange. Is that the first event? It's the first track and field event? No, running. Field event? Actually, no. Running is the first track and field event. It was no, track before it was track. field. track. I know. First field event. Oh, I don't no, know. No, it was probably the long jump. Anyway, go ahead. Um, He likes to comment on the fact that he's gotten more butt from having from knowing me that I've got being but myself. Yourself. Yeah. Which well, is still a weird, like, I don't know how that works either. Thing. But your <laughs> friends did tell you that, what was it? You actually told me this and we've talked about it since and you've been like, I can't believe I said that to you. Dazzle dick? Uh, yeah, is that, was that it? That you make, no, you make women digmatized without having sex with them. <laughs> and you thought it made sense to share that information with me. Uh, is it true? Um, I can see it. I can see it. But well, we we wouldn't really know. <sighs> what do you mean? We had sex very quickly. Excuse me. Uh. Excuse me. Uh, what is that? What you're doing here now? Huh? It was like a month, a good month, month yeah, and a half. Absolutely. After our first date, you actually said on this episode. That it was the second date. We had sex on the second date. Yeah. I refuse to believe that. Okay. The nice thing about facts, they don't require your belief. How do you, how can you um, prove it? I don't need to. Okay. Well, Anywho. Um. Yeah. So uh, we were actually having a conversation similar to this, I feel like the other day. And the idea that because I am very empathetic, it can be very confusing in terms of what my intent okay. is. Of course. Because um, for all of your shyness and all of your, I'm not going to approach this woman, mm-hmm. if she comes to you hobbling on one leg, mm-hmm. you're dashing right in. Let me help you. Oh, about dashing right in. You're dashing right in. So... When people like you get entangled um, oh, with the that? women in need, <laughs> and then we realize that you're not, that you're just doing this out of the goodness of your heart, that can be that can be um, confusing. Which I, it's one of those things where it's hard not to understand, but it's also hard to imagine that just genuine kindness or whatever well, it is what is, you do is a little step beyond that i'm not gonna say above it i'm mm. gonna just say beyond it um you give people more of your time you give people more of your effort you give people more of your words you're solution oriented cough cough um i am you are uh most men are but you are particularly so so when you give a woman this kind of attention and you show her that her feelings are valid you have all the buzzwords. You have all the plans. This is what you can do. If she's in a, 
you know, my brother once told me that I could never date a police officer on his watch. Just not going to happen. And I couldn't marry one. And I'm like, well, why? And he said, he'll never be faithful to you, ever. He's like, Aaliyah, if you could see the things that I see as a police officer, the homes I got to go to, the events I need to break up, the things I have to do. He was like, at least twice a week, there is a woman in my arms who is in need of something. Mm -hmm. Whether it's just a hug or whether it's just a conversation or whether it's to uh, um, arrest that man right there. Whatever the case, I'm always constantly dealing with Hugging vulnerable women, job. women. Right. Just vulnerable women. Oh, yeah. And women who can be easily taken advantage of in that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said most cops can't. You know, not that it's an everyday can't thing. Can't not. Can't always walk away from that. Mm-hmm. When she calls you the next week and says, thank you for everything. I just moved out and we're, go- we're doing well. Let me take you out for a drink, whatever the case. So, um, I think that you can definitely go too far in what you think is just being a good dude and not reading the room to see, you know what? This person actually doesn't need help from me. This could be misconstrued very easily. So I need to just back the fuck up and find a woman to, or somebody else to come talk about this. Yeah, I guess. I saw an example of that when we had not been dating for very long at all. And I won't go into it, but I remember thinking, well, this ain't going to work because I'm here now. So there's only a limited amount of, (laughs) (laughs) of this to go around. So, unfortunately for all y'all, I get all this. Um, he don't have time. He His schedule is completely booked. Um, it's tough. Women don't, we don't get vulnerability from men. It's very, very, very rare. Lucky me, I guess. I mean, I think you get off on it in some way. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Um, it feels good. To be helpful. You absolutely get off of it. That's not a negative thing. It feels good. If it didn't feel good to you to help people. All right. So I take get off differently than feeling good. You get off on it, meaning that you like it. It makes you feel good too. Right. But getting off. And that's part of the reason why you do it. Getting off on it is a certain kind of like to me, like a perverse kind of like. Well, it's perverse because we're talking about people who are not doing well. And you like being in this position being able to help them so there is a small amount of perversion there a very small amount mm, a human, i don't know about that it's, an, it's a human amount of perversion there that you like feeling like this person needs you and that you can help them mm, i guess okay yeah i don't know if i agree with the nobody the everybody wants to be loved everybody wants to be wanted yeah yeah no i'm, I'm talking about the, and, i'm talking specifically about the the term get off which is also whatever. also everybody wants to be loved everybody wants to be you know uh appreciated um and if you get to if you help this person to the other side of whatever it is that's great also i think you have a habit of diving into things that you're not qualified to dive into i could be wrong but i feel like sometimes you're like let me put you on my back 
and take you down this path, even though I don't have the training and I don't and I shouldn't be I taking you there. Say that I have a habit of doing that. I think. Oh, you have. I think there's one specific instance habit. that you're thinking about, and that was truly because there wasn't much options. Right. Which we again we don't have to get into. No, it, no, but, no. But yeah, I wouldn't say that I have a habit of doing that at okay. all. Okay. Okay. I don't. I wouldn't say. Actually, I can't even say that you have a habit because I don't know enough about your. Um, how many pause and resets have you had? You. You've had more than just me. When I say pause and reset, I don't mean in a relationship sort of way. Just like someone, it's like, wait a second, this is getting out of hand. We got to pause. Just oh, because you're helping them. I've had, or, I've had one that was never reset. I just paused. Pause. Um, this was someone who was a fan of previous work that I've done, writing, podcasting, whatever it is. Um, end up meeting them uh, for drinks or whatever. And there was very quickly an attachment, mm. which, and this wasn't even like me trying to help somebody. Um, we were both going through, we were different phases of our divorces and different things. And we talk about that part and what that has been for us. Um, but it very quickly became an attachment to me, mm. which I very much kept at arm's distance because a knowing somebody online and then meeting them for the first time is a very different thing it's super scary um but even in terms of the idea of like what knowing is knowing somebody right. is right um so we got to that and then there was sort of a gaslighty like um relationship that she was trying to have with me where like you make me happy, but I'm going to slightly throw jabs at you and talk shit about things that hit you a certain way. Did you like this person? Was there room for a relationship? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. um, for several reasons. Uh, mainly starting with I wasn't attracted to him that way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was just like on top of everything else, it was you're actually kind of digging into my mental state, which at the time was especially sensitive. So, like, I just had to, like, nah. And I think I showed you. She DM'd me. Oh, yeah. The other day saying, hey, saw memories from a year ago. Just wanted to thank you. You okay with saying all this? I don't care. Okay. Um, thank you, X, Y, and Z. I was but like, there was an opening, too. Wasn't there, like, a door open sort of situation? Yeah, there was. And I'm glad that they're doing well and things are going well. But it's just like, it's, yeah, this is no need. So, I need to go back to Jada. Mm-hmm. Well, we said go it. back. Well, we, we did talk about Jada. Actually, I was like, go back. Yeah, mm -hmm. you Not made the, a whole. Yeah, I know. I know. You pulled I, the whole promo I out know. of it. Um, I could. Yeah, for I lost that for a second. Um, I hope it's not about the song because I have no. What song? The, oh, the, the entanglement made. song with yeah, Rick that, Ross. That have, Rick Ross is on it too. Yes. I have no interest in hearing I haven't the song. Heard it. No, we're not listening to the song. Um, but we're not even talking about like. You know, he became his own news thing again when he dropped the song. And everyone's like, see, I told you he wasn't shit and whatever. Right. It's whatever. But I am still thinking about some of the things that uh, people have said about her mm -hmm. and the difference between how different this would have been if this were Will Smith and a 23-year-old girl right. woman that he had these entanglements with. Like, 
Who's 23? Who's super young in the game right now? Um, Megan Thee Stallion. I think she's like 25. I would just... if <laughs> I was going to say I can't imagine Will pulling Megan Thee Stallion, but... Well, you know. Yeah. So, uh, Cardi B, no. Who's in her own thing right now, too, because right. she just... She yeah. got shot. Yeah. Um, so, if he were with someone... Mm-hmm. Would the conversations be different? Like, Absolutely. would it be done sooner? Would it just be like, well, what you going to do? He cheated. Now he's back. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And the Red Table Talk would still be salacious, but for a very different, in a very different way. Right. Because we, it's gonna be, we've seen that show. Because it's going to be about how does Will get out of this. Right. And um, we've seen that. We've right. seen the man cry on national television. Mm-hmm. We saw Kobe buy his wife a ten million dollar ring, mm-hmm. and she wore it at the press conference. Like we know what that looks like. Right. But this, everybody was kind of thrown off. Like we don't know what this looks like. Mm-hmm. We're not usually privy to these sorts of things, and um, we don't know what it looks like. So one thing I was thinking about, and maybe this is not the place to talk about it. Where else would it be? So she's forty eight. Mm-hmm. He's fifty. They've been married for 23 years. One tiny nugget that doesn't really come up is that Jada did not want to marry him. She didn't want to marry anybody. Jada Pinkett said at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I'm not getting married, period. I'll have all the babies. I'm going to float around. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm not trying to get married. She got pregnant with Jaden, not married which over time just kind of no one really knows that part. Mm. Um, she's pregnant. Is that with, nobody knows or that it doesn't matter the same way you It doesn't to. matter. So um, she gets pregnant with Jaden and he's like, we got to get married. Like, that's just my thing. Like, right. this is my brand. This is my parents. Da, da, da. Her mom, you know, she's still abusing drugs at the time. She's all, you know, Jada's just like, I don't want those entanglements. Um, but he convinced her. And was like, let's get married. So she got married. So I think about that a lot. The fact that she never wanted to be married. Granted, it's 23 years later. Clearly, she could have left at any time. So I'm going to go with it's been okay since then. Mm. What do we expect after 23 years of marriage? When you and I have been married, assuming we get married this year, Mm -hmm. which is doubtful, but. What is marriage going to look like for us in 23 years? Granted, it's different because... We'll be 60-something. <laughs> we'll be much older. Right. Um, but still, and we'll be coming out. This is our second marriage for both of us, but still. Mm. Should we be thinking about that? Should we be thinking about what we want our marriage to look like in 23 years? Or do um, we just wake up every day grateful that we made it? Yeah, I think we just get through the 24 hours of not talking. Uh, no, I'm not even trying to be funny about it, but I think that's what that part is. When you try, and I feel like in a relationship, when you start looking 10, 5, five 10, 20 years down the line, you miss a lot of the stuff in between, and those details matter too much. Um, so See, even I, so, so the thing is, I think the part that we lose sometimes, I'm saying we in the, in the grand sense, this Will and Jada thing is four years old. Mm-hmm. This isn't happening in real time. No, but so, it is happening in real time in a whole bunch of households right now. Right, and I think that's where this whole fascination with Will and Jada comes from because they're applying, a lot of folks are applying their lives, their current and previous situations to this. Correct. And all we're seeing are the end credits. Yeah. Um, that's why... So I'm not, I'm not taking any of 
what they're saying. The only thing I'm taking away with it is the curiosity of what does being married for 23 years look like? And what do you want it to look like? Because I do think you should. I go about everything with intention. I know what I want my career to look like in 23 years. So I I wasn't married for 20 years, Mm -hmm. but I was in a relationship for damn near 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think there was a point where it was, where are we going to be in five years? There's just too much. Maybe that's why y'all... I mean, you can make that argument, but I feel like there's there's too much that can happen between, and I, I get the idea of laying a groundwork and wanting a plan, but again, the idea of 23 years down the line, or 20 years down the line, there's so many different things and phases that'll happen. You can only plan, but so far, mm-hmm. um, where... No, I don't mean like plan to the point of it's in your planner and you get a plan, you know, mm-hmm. get a dry race board that goes 20 years. I'm just saying even just the thought of it. You know, not necessarily this is what we're planning for year 23. I'm just saying I never even consider what our relationship could possibly look like. Do we want to still, are we still going to be living together? Are we going to be living separately and still be married? Are we going to be in the same bedroom? Do we care? Is that something we want to work toward? Are we going to like... Work toward being in different bedrooms? No, just whatever it is that we want. Are we Mm going to work towards that? I was looking at Julia Beverly's camper and um, it's, well, actually she put up a photo of a camper she saw. Mm-hmm. It's not her camper. And she was talking about how she wants to deck it out and outdoor shower. And I was like, I would do that. I would run around the country in a camper that's luxe and cute. And then I'm like, well, let's see, I'm 46. I don't know when I'm going to retire, if ever. As long as I have Wi-Fi, I'll probably still be working. And I'm like, well, what is, is Shane going to just bum around in the camper with me for the next, in 10 years? Sure answer is, I don't know. So, I, so. Is that okay if we get to the 10-year mark and I'm like, I'm going on a camper for a year. And you say, well, I'm going to stay out, I'm going to stay here and hang out with Cole for a year. If that's what we want at that time. Everything's fine. As long as as long as there's space we're getting what we want out of a relationship, everything's fine. So that's what I mean. Because in most marriages and the way things are set up culturally, me and you are supposed to be in the same bed and the same habitat until we die. My parents for the last thirty five I'm gonna say thirty five years have slept in separate bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And it's just been what they've done. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not saying I'm not saying it as a recommendation. I'm saying it as yeah, terms of it, it, people it, do it. Whatever it is, it works for them. Right. Um, but the idea of like, so you and I watch movies differently, and this is going to the same kind of thing. Um, we'll sit down and watch a movie, and you'll ask, "What do you think is going to happen?" Mm-hmm. I actually, it's only I would never ever ever ask that in a movie that makes sense Mm. that only happens in the acrimony (laughs) and the fatal affairs i don't say that in marvel movies all right so i'll I'll keep it straightly yes i'll take it more strictly to me yes when i sit down in the movie i actively try not to guess what's going to happen i just want to go for the ride of course and i think too for the record not fatal affair (laughs) okay that doesn't even get the courtesy of going Fair. And I think that's how I, I like my relationships to be. I want to just go for the ride. Um, so then what does that say about our ride if I'm not? 
if you're saying if I don't, you're not what? I don't want to just go for the ride. I want to map out and I want to plan and I want to be intentional. And I want to say, you know, in 2030, I'm chucking it all and I'm going to go in this camper and do the thing. Or in 2025, I'm moving to LA and I'm going to write for television. So I think that's the other part too, because everything you're talking about isn't, it involves a relationship, but it's not the relationship. Right. So, so I don't know how that necessarily equates to the Will and Jada thing, because the Will and Jada thing was, I want to get married. I don't want to get married. This no, is this. The, my Will and Jada thing. Mm-hmm. The only thing that gets me to the conversation I'm having now is the idea of 23 years. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. What does your life look like? After 23 years with a partner. Because I kind of feel like after 23 years, I don't know what happened in their house, but I want her to be able to say, so I'm going to get hit off by this August dude right quick. And I'll be back. I don't know how their whole relationship worked, but is there a world where that happens? I don't know. But I'm curious to know what this 23 years look like and what do what kind of things do people you do? You want to schedule a sabbatical is what I'm hearing. No, not necessarily. But I like for us to both. But I like, I like how that suddenly the head feels like that sounds intriguing. Sabbatical? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean exactly to be on a sabbatical for marriage? Um, I'm curious to know what 23 years in a relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in a relationship for for that long. Yeah, I think. And because we're older, we're talking about 70? <laughs> 60 just, something. 40, 56, I'm 65. 66. I'll be 69. Right. So this is age. all a moot point. There's really no need to have this conversation because. Well, I think more no, so. That's not true. I would say actually more so. It's at our age. It's not about 23 years. It's about 10 years. Right. What What does that look like? Because. Right. Yeah, that's that's. No kids in the house. That's all these different things. Wait, in 10 years, we em- don't have any kids in That's house? empty nest time. Cole is 17. That's <gasps> empty nest. Shit. You know how You don't know how fast 10 years is going to go by, do you? I know how fast the seven went. Wait. Wait. 10 years? You're empty nest in four years. Shit. She's not going anywhere for eight. Um, They're not really gone until after college. Um, or 23 or four. I mean, I know folks who never went back home once they went to college. I never went back home. So, I mean, that's, I, that's the definition for, of empty nest. Except for vacations. That's, so I did go back home. Yeah, that not even that. I know oh, folks okay. didn't even do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was home for the... Actually, no, I was home for a year or two after college, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Wow, 10 years and we could... Well, even if we're not completely empty nesters, we can come and go as we please. Right. And we can have sex loud. And I'll just have to deal. Or go somewhere else. Okay, mm. maybe not. <laughs> Why do you keep coming home? They keep fucking. That's so fucky. Yeah. I hate it. Remember? <laughs> Remember Maisie when I was seven? You were 13. We heard them. So I think, and I don't know if I'm splitting hairs here. I think we've been very good at being intentional without planning. If that makes sense. Um, we've we've laid out the different things that we want, mm-hmm. but we haven't gone so far as to do a low, whole lot of road mapping in terms of how to cheat. In terms of the relationship, professionally, certainly we've done a lot of groundwork and figured out a lot of things. In terms no, of us we specifically, we haven't road mapped the relationship. Um, I think it just all 
has been going too fast, moving too fast from the very beginning. You keep to saying too fast as opposed to just moving. fast. I think it moved too fast. I think it worked ultimately, but it definitely moved. I mean, too if fast. it worked to me, it's it not moved, too fast. It moved fast. Too fast suggests to too fast to me suggests that they were, that something went off the rails or something got lost in the mix. I mean, we just went fast. We'll find out. No, um, I still feel. When I say too fast, I mean if I were on the outside looking in, we were moving too fast. If this was a relationship that my daughter was in, she's moving too fast. If my friend calls me up and says X, Y, and Z, you're moving too fast. Like I have to turn it inward the same way because the way our relationship. Do we though? The way our relationship progressed, not how it is now, but how it progressed. No, I mean in terms of having to turn it from the outside looking in. Like I personally don't give a shit about no, the outside looking you. in. No, not you. I do. I know. I'm. I'm saying me personally. I. No. I'm judging what's too fast or slow. You're strictly asking, on. You were asking. Wait, wait, wait. Me. Let me. Go ahead. I'm going. I'm judging what's too fast or too slow strictly on what's happening between us. Not, right. I'm not worried about perception. Right. So for me, if you want to say it's moved too fast for other folks, fine. But in my mind, it didn't move too fast for us. Yeah. When I say it moved too fast, I'm talking about. I do look at. I judge that based on how I would say, how I would couch it for other people. If my kid told me our tale, I'd say, you're moving too fast. Um, if a friend of mine was like, his name is Shane, I just met him, I'm going to marry him, whatever the hell mm-hmm. I was saying, I would say, you're moving too fast. So, But I think we proved that and all those too fast might- is about... What's happening between the two people? Correct, like we, and and in many of those relationships, we, I, we could say I wouldn't do that, except right. we ended up doing except, that. So in many of those relationships, I'm talking about the people ended up just fine right. together to this day, and I say oh, okay, mm-hmm. I still feel like y'all move too fast, but it's fine. So I still feel like we move too fast, but it it's fine. Like we came out on the other side. Um, it's why I used to always freak out. Like it's only been two months. It's only been five months. It's only been seven months. Like. For the entire yeah. first year, I just spent wishing it would hurry up and get to be June 30th, 2020. Which requires to move faster. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I push back on the too fast. We certainly moved fast, but I don't think it was too fast. And also, again, too fast or fast relative to what? Um, I was doing this at 20 versus us doing this at 40 something. Of course. Like, there's a lot of different things. So all, for me, like, yeah, was it fast? Things. Sure. But too fast. Nah. It was too fast. Yeah. But we're here. <laughs> why? I do not understand why. Like I said, too fast to me denotes that there was an error. Or it means that you don't think it was too fast. And I do think it was too fast. Yeah, we would acknowledge that. Right. So. I'm saying I'm pushing back on that. How long are you going to push back on that? Forever. Oh. How long are you going to push back on it on this podcast? Forever. Okay. I think I got about 40 hours of recording time left <laughs> on this disc. We can do this all day. So are you going to make the, ne- this, the name of this episode is going to be Pushing Back? It's, or Too Fast? I'm done. I'm not talking about <laughs> Too Fast anymore. We're here. I mean, the truth of the matter is it felt too fast because I, I was just coming out of another situation. Mm-hmm. So that was on me. So it really did feel too fast. So, like I'm like. So here's the other comical part about this. What? So you're talking about this was too fast. You were just coming out of a whole other relationship. Whole everything ass else. relationship. Is that water cold? It's cold enough. Um, but 
I walk. I walk to your place. Walk into place one day, and you say, "I just realized, I do want to get married." I say this where on the phone? No, I walk. In, we're in the apartment, and he's oh. like, "So I need to." I, I just realized, and this is maybe six months in, five months in, whatever it is. Yeah, I want to get married. Yeah, I remember that. We're sitting at my kitchen sink counter. Thing. So in the midst of and freaking like, out about Grr? us going too fast, mm-hmm. you're pressing the gas pedal even harder. Correct. So it's not too fast. Yeah. It's fast enough. That is exactly what I mean when I say we were moving too fast. I was telling you I wanted to switch up the plan from just enjoy each other's company to be betrothed too fast. And it's okay that I think that was too fast. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's not okay that you think that way. Okay. Yeah, this so let's talk about sex or something. We do this a lot. My opinion does not disqualify your opinion. I just need to say that okay. outright. Like just because I differ from you does not mean I'm validating your stuff. I don't know stuff. when it stops. When do we stop differing? On never. whether or not it was too fast. Never. Or we'll never differ on it. You look nice today. Yeah, all right. It's the shoes. I like those. Yeah, I'm. I'm finally gotten used to wearing shorts, which is something I hadn't done in a very long time. Why? Um, I'm cheap. What? Shorts last about six months. Six, not even six months. I was gonna say six weeks. About two months. Yeah. And they're they're generally not cheap for those eight weeks of wear. And it but it's 100 me. degrees outside. It's always bothering me. So you wear jeans in 100 degrees? Not weather. jeans, pants. I wear pants. Like khakis. Yeah, or whatever. And, and sometimes they're, more, they're a lot more comfortable, though, aren't they? Yeah, they are. No, for sure. I just, I'm cheap. Yeah. Or I was coming from a place of cheapness and not doing the shorts as much. I'm wearing a caftan today. You don't know. Well, no. So what I find interesting about the caftan situation with you right now. Yeah. There's quote unquote regular clothes gear yep. and caftan gear. Yes. And the two don't really intertwine and mix. It's not like I feel like wearing jean shorts and a t shirt today and a caftan tomorrow. It's I'm done with I'm tired of caftans. I'm yep. done. Mm-hmm. You wear clothes for two days. I'm done with real clothes. As opposed to like, I just feel like wearing a caftan today. Like there's these big mm-hmm. shifts like in ideology. Of course. As opposed because to like, I just feel like wearing whatever. caftans are an ideology. Or, or they can just be a... They're an ideology. So. Okay. Um, well, what happens is now that we're going out... It became more, an ideology when you joined that damn Facebook group. I'm saying, caftan cuties, what's up? Um, now that the weather is changing a little bit more and now that I'm going out more, like... I didn't say this time around. I just was like, oh, I love caftans again. I'm wearing one. I might wear regular clothes tomorrow. But I definitely. You literally said. I forgot I how much I, can't do I, love, I can't. No, I can't do real clothes. Where's my caftan? I said, I forgot how much I love caftans. I'm not wearing real clothes. Um, You should probably just. Best for you to just ignore what I'm muttering while I'm, I'm, I'm not putting that, on clothes. I'm not that invested. I just found it interesting how they how the shifts happen. Because there are no shifts there. It's just words coming out of my mouth. Mm. So tomorrow when I say, I'm so sick of caftans. I'm never wearing them again. I'm wearing these shorts. Just, it's, that's, there's no real shift changing. Mm. Even if I say, you know what? I'm experiencing a shift. <laughs> I'm not going to wear caftans. There's no real shift. It's just words that are coming out of my mouth. 
Fair enough. Um, but this one in particular, I like that one. Um, I didn't realize just how much air can um. It's it so <laughs> goes all the way up to your nether region. So I feel like, and maybe it's not this particular caftan. Like me and you but can I have f- some fun with this. I caftan. feel like we can have fun with any caftan. True. But I feel like we've just dis- you've discovered this in different caftans at different times. Yes. You have a white one. Oh dear. That was just, and you wore it a little, a hair early. A little, just a hair. And the between you just being really cold mm-hmm. and it fluttering off everywhere. You were a little overwhelmed yes, with I the caftan light. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. And there's another one, I think, because that one has a, a split on it, which I think is just split, which yeah. is interesting for a caftan because yes. you don't think of it having enough shape no. for a split. No. Um, you had another one that had a split, mm-hmm. and I think we're in Target or something, and Oof. the split split. Yep. And you're like, oh, this isn't how yeah, this is supposed very... to. Target. I mean, caftans ain't for everywhere. Well, I mean, when you have your fuck me caftan. <sighs> Fuck me, Captain. Do I? Um, this one would definitely qualify. Well, that white one's damn near see through, which I've had to yes. explain a few times. Yes. Yes. Especially on a really bright summer day. It's, it's, that one is, that's an indoor Captain. Because once you put on the that's proper. A, that's, a, that's a wear white underwear Captain. But see, once you wear the proper attire under it, then you're hot. So that's just the indoor, that's okay. just the indoor Captain. But this one I've only worn once and I was really happy to discover it. But, the split actually the whole caftan it splits itself your titty. is seriously the whole caftan <laughs> Wait, itself literally just pulls apart like here and then it goes all the way down that's so i didn't realize that and i'm not wearing any underwear so that's just the whole <laughs> <sighs> so um yeah the access here is just kind of ridiculous women's ability to go commando is really jealousy inducing so did i tell you about when i learned about going commando i was at a sample sale for onion you know how much i love my onion dresses Mm -hmm. he's over them i'm so sorry to all my onion loving people well you keep buying you keep buying camouflage onion dresses it's my favorite print and i bought a camouflage dress a camouflage tight skirt Mm -hmm. and a camouflage circle skirt right and kept coming back out like you had a whole new outfit on <laughs> for each of them. Anyway, so she's got this great studio. And there's another camouflage one before you bought these, wasn't there? Um, no. I mean, I have camo print and lots of different mm-hmm. things. Um, oh wait, no, a dress and two skirts. Okay, that's all I have in camo. Um, so I went to her studio for a sample sale, and I think I told you this. Mm-hmm. It's just naked, like everybody's naked. And everybody's getting dresses. and For the record, I'd never have a pair of onion pants if that was the other way around. Never have a pair of onion pants. If I was just in the room and it was just like everybody was naked. And we got You're not it. doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I, it was very difficult for me. At first, I was like in a corner. I'll like take my Taking chances. off one thing at a time. And I'm like, ugh. Then I was like, well, not naked. Lots of women have on their underwear, bra and panties or whatever. Some are just naked. Mm-hmm. So I put on this dress and I love it. And I, and I just, it feels great. And I'm like, but what do I do about the panty lines? Because it's just clear. Mm -hmm. And they were like, bitch, why would you have more panties with this dress? And I was like, what? What? Because I wear panties every day. And they're like, well, that's your problem. It's an onion dress. The onion is going to do what the onion is going to do. Don't, you don't wear underwear. So I don't. 
if I didn't have to worry about my nuts eventually being in the toilet or <laughs> just being generally uncomfortable banging and swinging. Well, what about when you wear your hair and pants? You don't mind going that's, commando with those on. That's in the house. I'm not doing a lot of walking, never going very far. Okay. In terms of going out and doing other things, it's not going to be a good look. So do men in general go commando? Do you know men who do? I don't know if y'all talk about such a thing. Um, I don't think so. Really, I don't think it's a, as as normal for guys as because also for a dude. I mean, I guess for anybody, there's only but so many kinds of pants that you can go commando in and become right. You're not wearing jeans and going commando. Anything with a zipper is a wrap, right? Of course. So you're down to sweats, yeah. And that brings in a whole other conversation. Yes, especially if they're gray. So, yeah, swinging and banging. Although I do know a dude who goes commando no matter what: jeans, leather pants, boxers, swim chunks. His dick feels like a cowboy boot. Joggers. Um. I find it really strange. I don't know how you do it. Jeans is hard. I tried it with jeans once, and I regretted it as soon as well, I. Well, he doesn't wear button. He doesn't wear zippers. He wears button fly. So I would so imagine it's that's better. It's not even necessarily about the zipper. The zipper doesn't help, but even with a button fly, it's denim rubbing on your taint. I'm saying, like, and, I can't even and imagine. Depending on how tight they are, where your balls land, it's, right. like, it's a lot of. There's a lot of combinations <laughs> and things. It's a lot happening. of math. There's a lot of math involved, and the math changes com- constantly once you sit down, stand up, sweaty, stiff breeze. She's winter. cute. <laughs> like it's there's a lot going on there. Uh, yeah, it's just. Mm. I like going commando. It's it's new. I'm sure, especially but with the fabric very, that you're it's wearing. It's very freeing. Um, it was a little too freeing today. Mm. Um, I was concerned, but um, yeah, I'm here for it. I don't think we've ever had sex in a caftan. We have not. We, should, we need to do that. We need to put that on the list. I feel like... Yeah, we yeah. used to have a list, remember? Yeah, I'm think, not doing this, but think, we did used to have a list. I think we did handled... Did we do all the lists? I think we handled the, most of the list and then realized some stuff that was on the list was like, eh, It was just like, mm, nah. good. I don't remember what those things were. You can think of one in particular. That we already kind of like, eh, most likely not. Really? Third space. Oh, yeah, I guess. Wait. I feel like it might sneak up on us one day where we're not really planning for it. We could just everything's possible, but it was like, yeah, that's that's the longest of shots. Everybody's like, what the fuck is third space? In my head, you say third space, and it's just immediately because it's third is in there. Right it's, now they know. Right now they get it. <laughs> See? There's still somebody else like I don't understand. <laughs> Poor Deb's like, what are they saying? What is this? Kenny Miles is like, what were they going to do here? Oh God. Um, <laughs> what's up, Kenny? Um, yeah, there, there were there was a list, and I think we, yeah. I think there's one thing on the list that I decided that I do want that I don't think marriage. No, wasn't it? No, <laughs> that's not it. And you can keep your marriage. How about that? Um. Yeah, there's one thing on the list that mm-hmm. I want to do that I've only recently decided that I want to do. Actually, I don't think it was on the list. No, it's not on the list. So it's something that we could both do, but you would not do. What's his name? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, I want to. Mm. Mm? I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about you. Oh God! No, um, well, maybe we might be thinking about two different things. 
from the sounds of it, sounds like we're both thinking about the same thing. I feel like you wrote an article on it hmm. for Dear Level. Well, shit. I wrote a lot. Did I? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I did. But I wrote an article about why you should allow it to happen to you. Right. That's and what, I'm not saying that. Oh, that's what you're talking about. No. Oh, you're talking I'm about the, saying, Oh. I'm saying that same thing happening to me. I thought you about it happening to me. No. No. I think you would. I mean, no. Mm. That's not what I was thinking about. That was on the that was on the list for both of us. No, I think. I think wait, 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 wait. Define for the both of us. That's the problem I'm having. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in the story, yes, I was saying, "Hey, level man, let right. us do this to you." Right. So this is a great way to get everybody to go read all <laughs> the dot levels. Dot com. So I said, "Level man, let us, us do, do this, this to you." you. Right? Right. I'm not talking about that. You're saying... You doing that to me. That was on the list. Oh, I don't remember that. It was on the list and you took it off the list. Oh, why did I take it off the list? Because you, you just thought better of it. Or you thought more I of it. I want to. And then after that, we'll go revisit what was actually in the story <laughs> and see if... Okay, no. I know you're not going with that. But yeah, I want to. Okay. I think... Well, that's that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think is how we got to it coming off the list in the first. So the only thing about it is that it's sort of petrifying. I mean, it's sure, super scary. Yeah, terrifying, not petrifying. Um, I think both apply. Well, you mean petrified? Why do I feel like petrifying doesn't work there as much as terrified does? I think Um, terrified is more used. Yeah, I think think terrified is an interesting of fear. Correct, and petrifying is like frozen. Right. And Which terrified you might be. super scared. Well, that's the thing. So what happened was me and my friend Perp, we've been having all types of, you know, mm-hmm. adventures together. And one day Perp is like going places that Perp is not supposed to be. And I was like, oh dear, what's <laughs> happening here? So then I told Perp, you know, I, I like you a lot, <laughs> but you can't. I, I love how Perp is now this sentient. Right. And being. I told Perp, I just feel weird about you doing that. And mm-hmm. if that's going to be done, it's got to be Shane, not you. Actually, I don't think it's perp. I think it's, it's the you icicle. You think it's icicle? Yeah. It ain't. No? No. Interesting. Okay. It's not. It's a human. <laughs> it's a human that you can talk with. It's a human that you can say, stop. You don't have to say stop to the icicle. Well, <laughs> you just stop. You, it's not a human. Mm. Nope. And also, too, that's just like so much more like. I got to share that with a human, okay. not with a glass piece the, of glass. Just know it's a slow build up. Right. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I, I figured that out. Right. It is. Which is which is the other reason why I wouldn't be icicle. <sighs> well, yeah, because icicle would just sit there. Well, no, I would no, never no. let Icicle do anything. I, well, yeah. Because, no. Do people... Yes, they do. The... <laughs> you don't know what I was going to say. What was it? You don't know my sex life. What was it? What you know about first of all, stuff, nigga? First of all, if you're talking about sex and if the question is do people, the, the answer is always yes. yes. The answer is always yes. So people use instruments. Absolutely. Oh. No, I mean, like, not on themselves, like other people. Absolutely. There. Yes. I have male friends with wands that their partners use, use on, on them. them. Can I do that to you? No. Oh. 
What does the wand look like? Like the icicle? Uh, similar. I don't think it's quite as girthy. Okay. But yeah, more like a vibrator. No, you can't make a distinction between dildos and vibrators. That doesn't do with I mean, that. More it's like just a- it's just size. It's th- it'll be thinner. And maybe not penis shape. Wow. Like it may be ribbed. It may look like anal beads and it could right, be right, 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 right. Huh. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I know any dudes that have gone down that path. I know a couple. Not straight dudes anyway. I know. Actually, I only know straight dudes. Interesting. I don't like my gay friends. I don't know if they've gone down that path. I imagine it would make sense. I only but, have one gay friend. But I, I have a know. couple straight friends who, who've, yeah. Them and their wife or girlfriend, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. If it does the things, do the things. That's why, and it's funny. Um, I can't remember what episode it was, but it was early, early on. It might have been like the second, third episode. We were talking about um Kanye and um oh yeah Amber Rose butt play yeah butt plays and bumbling dads I think that one was called I think so look yeah. at you. Um, and the idea of whoever's idea was to have, assuming this is the truth, whosever idea was for them two to have anal play, specifically with Kanye's anus, the fact that it turned around into like, now I'm going to use this to shame you Correct. was super, super, super wild. It was, it was horrifying because you asked me, I think that the very episode started with you asking me, do you think that Amber Rose is lying? Mm-hmm. Do you think she's using this just to be mean right. and i'm like no she's not well i think she, yeah I she think, did put her fingers in his booty hole right i think she and did it and she did it to be mean and she did it to be mean right but the type of person that she is she's not she's she wasn't trying to do something for us right. she was trying to fuck with him right that's how i know it's true mm-hmm. because whatever she was gonna say it was gonna get to him not to everybody else well that's 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 still the whack part though. of course yeah. that, i thought that was terrible mm-hmm. And I hated no, this, the fact the, that this, no one called her out on that. Also, I feel like this, it's weird to, he was lashed out at her and saying. Never. No, because I think that, I think that came from the shower comment. Oh, yeah. I like had to I had take to take 30 showers, showers before I can get with Kim. Because I was with her. Right. So I imagine in that moment, you don't give a fuck. No. It, but he deserved it. It was problem. What she said was problematic, right. but he deserved it. Yeah. Which is a weird line to, to of course. balance. Of course. Because basically because if up, we want to start with the beginning, I had to take thirty showers before I would get. We got to start and stay there. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And weirdly, we heard that, and we we're kind of surprised at the Kanye we have now, yeah. in terms of the race shit and everything else. Do we talk about Kanye? Uh, I'm not talking about his presidential bid. I'm not doing that. Just about his mental health or what we're all diagnosing him. How we're all diagnosing him. Are we diagnosing him or did he tell us what his diagnosis is? He told us what his diagnosis was years ago. Right. We don't know what his diagnosis is right now. And we don't know if he's in crisis does it, But right does now. that diagnosis change? Sure. It you, can. you can no longer be bipolar? Sure. You could be misdiagnosed. Well, sure. Um, Except his family has come and said, then said he had an episode, which is, is it's, he, it's all such a it's weird. so weird. Yeah. So. Because you're saying he had an episode but you're letting them go on these presidential campaign tours or whatever you want to call them what do you mean by letting him um okay maybe not letting yeah well well i say letting him because 
when he made this announcement thing or whatever it was, there were like supportive tweets like, you know, mm-hmm. Kanye 2020 shit, mm-hmm. which not from his family. Kim. Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay. So, which which to me is like, it. There's a whole. I. It's so murky, and and because I'm else, I'm a million miles away. It's so murky and so weird. Like I have, again. Actually, that doesn't surprise me mm-hmm. that she would do that. Why? Um. Again, I feel like I have to say a million times. I don't know what his diagnosis is, and I don't know if he's in crisis right now. But, um. Do you believe them when they say he's in crisis? In general or right now? Right now. Yes. Because they said that he was. Kanye's in crisis right mm-hmm. now. For sure. And they've, they've put out a statement saying they were afraid for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it's your spouse or somebody closest to you, you just try to put one in front of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just trying to make sure. It might be what might happen if she doesn't post that might be worse than what she can okay, do if I, I see that. one little tweet right. and maybe I can get him to sit down and talk to me right, about right. this and maybe we can figure right. this out. Um, Which I guess also makes sense because folks are saying like she's put up a flag and like the hashtag and that was the whole tweet. That's it. She is so not. Like, okay. Was she there with the babies? <laughs> she was not. Um, no one goes on a presidential campaign thing without their mm-hmm. wife and kids. Right. Um, so the fact, did you see the first thing he's like looks like I, he's in somebody's garage he's he's got on a bulletproof vest yes. we said we we're gonna do this but we're doing it we're doing um it. he had on a bulletproof vest there's like two security guards it looks like yeah it looks like some weird bunkery kind of and people are in happening. the background like come on man no no and he says his comment about um i was gonna say rosa parks about um harry tubman, harry tubman. Mm-hmm. and the woman who's has a camera up says okay we'll leave him right now <laughs> And that was <laughs> that was it, but it's just yeah I sheesh. Um, do I, I do I, I especially th- felt? Well, I'm always kind of scared for him or whatever you want to call it. Wait, sidebar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 13 year old. Mm-hmm. She wants to take her bike out and stay in the parking lot. I think I have to say yes. Let it go. I can't even envision her getting her bike all the way out. Let her go. Okay. Because the worst case scenario, she doesn't get her bike out, then no, there was no ride. Right. So that let, let that be the biggest problem she has. Yeah. But yeah, let her ride. Okay. Um, so. So when he says he wants Jay to be his running mate, I'm like, oh. oh when did it, when did that happen? I think today or yesterday. Oh. I'm like, when that came, I was like, I know this is so. Well, he already has a running mate. Yeah, the, the random the person that nobody knows who she from is Wyoming or something. Who says that if you make up your bed in the morning, you won't be depressed. I fucking want to punch those fuckers <laughs> in the face. I swear to God, Shane. I don't I don't play those games because whatever. But there's a lot of people who believe that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been told to stop drinking dairy and I won't have to take meds. I've been told to clean up, exercise, all the things. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so i i i don't know i have to take back what i said i don't know if kanye's in crisis because it's so hard when he has such access to things you know what i mean i think the access amplifies the idea amplifies the visibility of him being in crisis if he does i've seen him on meds Mm -hmm. and he's just a rock 
just nothing there, nothing behind his eyes. Mm-hmm. Just well, I mean, even learning from you, what stage of his meds journey was he at that point where he was just a rock and nothing in his eyes? Because I don't know. We watched him with the Dave Letterman interview, and that's one of the times I'm talking about. Was he that? He though? was kind of. He wasn't who he is right now. Because even at that point, I think he was saying that he wasn't really doing his meds too tough, if I remember correctly. I think he was on meds at that time. Um, I don't know if he was. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw. I saw something different than clearly what we're seeing right now. Sure. And there was something a little bit like. Um, like he was super steady, but I didn't feel like he was disconnected watching that interview. Right. But he was still a little. Something was a little off. He wasn't as engaging as he normally is. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think I think it was just, I think it was awkward is really what it is. I don't think that was a medication. Yeah, I think it's it just awkward. because I don't know him to ever have sat down for an hour long interview with one person in front of a crowd of people. Many times. Really? Yeah. He did the what do you call the dude in London does the big interviews like this at the radio station, Radio One, whatever it's called. It's not that many people, uh-huh. but it's close. Anyway, yeah, man. He's been around for twenty years. He's done this. But um I definitely think something is off. Mm-hmm. And I think that unfortunately he gets to go a lot for, I think I told you that the times that I've been hypomanic, um, when I've had a crash, um, that I'm grateful for, I've been able to see it immediately. Like, right. fuck, I didn't see it the day before, mm-hmm. but I see it in this one moment. I see what's going on. So the whole, the the hypomania moment that you talked about more than once is buying a whole lot of cheese. <laughs> you bought like a trunk load full of cheese. Yep. Because... I bought about twenty pounds mm-hmm. of mozzarella cheese, I think. Now and and they were in bricks. Right. Now that that hypomania is identifiable because of the means and access that you have. Correct. There's a world where you could have bought 20 Teslas. Yep. And that'd be like, okay, she needs to chill now. Right. Or not. If Kanye comes home with 20 pounds of cheese, our folks aren't really paying attention to that. Right. Necessarily. Because he's not coming home with 20 pounds. He's telling somebody we Go. need 20 pounds of cheese. Right. And that person is not getting it. Right. So the when you have as much access as Kanye has, at what point do you sort out yeah. The hypomania. What it it's it's harder. I my ex husband, my then husband at the time, comes in the kitchen. I'm slicing and slicing. I'm shredding all this cheese and putting it in little ziploc bags, mm-hmm. <laughs> putting it in the freezer, and his face is just like, God damn it. Right. And he's like, Do you, we don't have what is this for? Right. I'm gonna use it to make lasagna. So for we you it's cheese nothing. and for him it's a presidential campaign. Right. And the I think the scary thing with that is because of all the access, it takes it, it can theory take longer to figure out that there's this hypo thing happening. Right. Because as I also because think, as an artist, he may be in the basement designing fifteen different pairs of shoes. Right. And it's just well, he's on a vibe and blah blah blah. Artists have a way of excusing a lot of unhealthy behavior because we're creatives. creatives. Um so in one of the um one of the statements that the family put out mm-hmm. If it was really the family, I like how we keep doing air quotes. Like air quotes, like people can see it. Air quotes around family because we don't know. I don't. I don't remember seeing something specifically from Kim that was like, "I'm worried about him." It's Mm -hmm. more reports like family say or sources say. 
So one of the things said that he Although usually, again, going back to what you were saying before, can anybody just no, come on and be like, not. there has to be no, sources like, hey, not. can you put this out for us? Of course like, it has to be that. It has to be that. But I'm saying we still have to remember it might not be them. Right. Um. So they said he has these episodes once or twice a year. Right. And he's having one now. And that is a really dangerous way to deal with bipolar disorder. It's uh, it's you it's very common for people to be like I'm gonna just when it happens it happens mm. um right around spring and then again around whatever I'm gonna do it I'm gonna go there and I'll come back um it's like allergies right exactly so the the thing about that is every time you have a hypomanic episode. The next one's going to be worse. It's not like it's not like allergies because allergies are going to be bad. Right. And the next the same year they're going to be bad. And, right. then, and you blow your nose and you get over mm-hmm. it until the next season. Hypomania doesn't work that way. You have a hypomanic episode spring 2000. You keep going back and forth. It just escalates. It just gets worse. And it just gets more and more dangerous. Well, I think we're watching that in real time, though. I think we're watching it just get worse and worse right. and worse. Um, I do not like though when people say he ain't been the same since his mama passed. That really irks me. I don't like digging into grief, um, ascribing, you know, loss equals um, hypomania. Mm. If you're bipolar, you're bipolar. It doesn't matter who dies in your family. A death is not going to spur it on. Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is any better, but I feel like there there are folks who are saying it's the grief. And I think there are other folks saying that this was the person who managed it, checked in on him, made sure that things were happening to keep him whatever level of stable was capable. He was capable of being at any given point. Yeah. Nah, I don't think that any, no one person can do that for someone who has bipolar disorder, unless it's your minor child and you're taking them to the doctor and making sure they have their meds. You can't, no mom can be that for an adult son who's bipolar. That's not true. She, she was not, holding him together while she was alive. She, I'm sure she was doing whatever she could do. Right. And maybe his, whatever he has was not where it is now. What I see is escalation. I don't see, oh, his mom died and he just flipped out. Well, I think that, well, I think when people talk about mom, they talk about that being the beginning point of the escalation, not like the Except flips, the beginning the of flip. the escalation is while he is in the studio doing college dropout. Like, clearly. Like, Kanye, Kanye has always been a little extra you know up for 72 hours to 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 um he spent like he stayed up for like three straight days to decide the exact color brown of the costume head thing for you know the bear oh okay things like that mm-hmm. like he's I'm always never, I wasn't had aware of that story. some like okay and now he had to listen to this beat and listen to this beat and he has to do that for a full day of listening to one bar. Like he's always had, there's a lot of stories of him being um, super, which you can now look back and see this might've been a hypomanic mm-hmm. episode. Maybe. Um, yeah. I'm not as familiar with those stories. Yeah. There's a lot of stories pre um, college dropout and post college dropout. I think don't you. you oh, okay. Um, no. Uh, like, so, I, like I've heard stories of him, his bravado and his, all of that stuff. Not, mm-hmm. and you know, making five beats a day for three summers. We know that right, line. Of course. Um, I don't think, and that, 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 that bar is probably the closest thing I know to him. 
So what's really there. what's really there is the end of the college dropout, that song we love. Mm-hmm. Um, that person right there is somebody who ha- could possibly have some hypomanic tendencies. The person who creates that song and the person telling you the stories about that song. He was very much, um, there's a thin line between mania and, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not OCD. Another word for like, just. Meticulous? Yeah, like barreling down. But it's initials. It's not OCD mm. and it's not ADHD. But it's some initials for like, can't stop fixating on something and working ADD? on something. I don't know. Mm. Um, there's a thin line. Mm-hmm. Between that. So I know someone that I dated many years ago. We both found out at the same time, no no formal diagnosis, but at the same time, we were both like, oh man, this might be a thing. This whole bipolar thing. Let's Mm -hmm. read about this. And I remember reading all the different things and realizing that I was bipolar too. And that he was bipolar one mm. and not really knowing what that meant for sure. Right. But seeing it play out. Um, so he does not, he's never seen a therapist. He has never taken meds. Um, he just waits and just hopes it's not too bad. And he works twice a year, maybe three times a year. He'll have a manic episode. Hopefully he doesn't end up in jail. If he does, he ends up getting out and he just deals with it. He'd rather deal with the two or three manic episodes a year than get therapy and take meds to control it. I go in for my first section session next week. Sections? Yeah, session. I had to fix uh-huh. that session next week. Um, Looking forward to it. Not sure what it's going to be. So it's funny, I've, for years, I've been saying I want to go to therapy. Yep. I want to do the things. Yep. I want to figure some shit out. Yep. Or just have the experience of just going to therapy. Of course. For whatever it ends up being. Yep. Um, it was an edict of our relationship that Correct. I go to therapy. Yep. Uh, one that was not like a great throwdown for me. It wasn't like you... No. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, let Still me play with your butt. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well no it, it took a if bit if I would have said you get therapy or I'm gonna play with your butt you'd have been in therapy for six oh, months God, already yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so it took a while just to get it planned and in the books more than like yeah. convincing or whatever else but we're here now yeah. and I'm now that it's actually going to happen I'm more not scared Awkward, I think is where very awkward about what the experience is going to be and trying to figure out like there for all the years of like if I was in therapy right now, I'd be talking about this and this. Yeah. And I want to get this out. Well, now that's a real thing. I don't know if it's because there's so many things that I want to put down, or because my life is different in a way that there's less things to put down. But either way, it's like I have no clue what this experience is going to be, which is kind of the cool thing about it at the same time of course, um, of course. i've i think i've said posts divorce i just want to have experiences um 
And that's where me dating again came from. It was like, if the date is terrible, at least I got a story out of it. It's something to laugh about or talk Which about down the line. Which is what you thought when you went on your date with me. If it's terrible, I guess I got a good story out of it. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, and this won't be that. And I have to still wrap my head around the idea of like the person I'm seeing next week may not be my person. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Like it's That's dating all over again. And it's like I, know. I don't want to. It's the sucky part. So I just have to keep spilling my guts to random people until yeah, <laughs> somebody sticks. It sucks. Uh, but I will say that in all the times that I have had to do it, I've only had to switch it twice. Most times, the person I it was right from the mm-hmm. first day. Twice, I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've spoken to my potential therapist very briefly on the phone twice. And you know you can just get a read on people like sure. this is yeah this is this is like I f- I feel good about the potential here, mm-hmm. um but again we'll see what happens. Um, so my person, the one person I had to walk away from mm-hmm. after the first session, maybe the second, mm-hmm. she was very religious, e. and I feel like you should tell me that I don't know I felt like did I check that off or was there a place for me to check this off. Cause it was like, so Jesus came to me. Like it was, it wasn't just wait, I wear a cross wait. and I'm a Baptist and whatever. No, I thought, thought there's like might be a scripture quote or something. That Jesus no, she came was like, me. not Jesus came to me, but it was very much like Jesus says, right? That when when two of us are gathered in a room, right. We Church. are together, and I was like, but this is therapy, and he's always with us, and I'm like, but I want to talk about fucking Jesus does not want to hear How do you about know my that? sex life. Whatever. I don't want to talk to Jesus about my sex life. How about that? So she had to go. knows. <laughs> He's so there. She, she, ew. Stop. Please. <laughs> He's there while I'm wearing my easy Buy release me caftan. caftan. Um, she had to go. Mm. And actually, after her, I met the therapist that I have now. Mm. Therapy's dope, yo. It's also to awkward. And it's also weird. And it's also... All the things. It's just like any other relationship. Um, I'm just curious as to what I'm going to be talking about. Or, the, or or what order I'm going to be talking about things. Like, is it going okay, to be childhood? Therapist. Hi, Shane. It's nice to meet you. I'm Aaliyah. I feel like the entire internet's become our <laughs> therapist. So tell me, what made you decide you wanted to get therapy? She made me. Oh, who's she? My soon-to-be wife. Oh, dear. So you wouldn't have gone... If it weren't for her, I would have, but you know, no, that's not just that's just corny. This is weird. <laughs> I'm trying to give you an in. Eh, I don't need an end on the internet. I'm good. Okay. Now we'll figure it out. Um, what if she knows you? Well, I already ran this that once and then I was told no. Oh, that's right. Very first one. Very first one. It's like, I believe that your son really likes baking. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. How do you son. think she knows? Is she a parent? I'm guessing her and my ex-wife are friends mm-hmm. of some sort or acquaintances of some sort mm-hmm. because the way it was phrased, it was like him and his mother really like baking. Oh. I was like, okay, all right, gotcha. Yikes. I um had to, I had to tell my therapist maybe like 10 years ago. I think I told you that she comes to uh, our session and she says, I saw someone on television last night. And I was like, no, this is not okay. We don't do this. And from that moment on, she would bring things up. Like, 
So I looked up something you wrote on blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is, I don't want this. So I'm wondering, uh, that was going to be one of my questions. Like, does this podcast, do I just give my therapist a link to the podcast and say, we'll talk next week? Here you go. This is all you need to know. (laughs) Episode 17. Right. You're going to be talking to her and she'll say, tell me about episode 14. Right. It's all there. No, you can't. You can't. I didn't like that she tried to take shortcuts. Mm. And I had to tell her, like, unless I bring up work or I bring up I'm on TV, Mm -hmm. don't do that. Please. And she was like, okay, well. Yeah, I feel like I think I feel differently about it. Really? I I, I think there's a world where I send a link to my therapist before the sessions. Like, this will get you up to speed. No, I do that now. I sent her, I sent my therapist the link to you and Cole. She was so excited to see it. Mm -hmm. I'm in a space now where I can do that. But I was coming to her broken and depressed and suicidal. Right. And she's like, but your hair look great on Channel 7. And I'm like, okay, so that's different. But I want to die. No, no, no. Like, what do you, what? I want to give my therapist all the things. I walk in and there's a chart of (laughs) what's going to be going on there. So we're going to start with here because this this concerned me. And then there was this. Wouldn't that be great? Is that a thing? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like after this thing, Can I'm I like, tell you one thing I'm my therapist did, links. and what? I don't know if your therapist is going to do it, but it totally freaked me out. She was like, let's do a, I don't know what it's called. I'm going to ask my friend, a something gram. It's like a paragram or whatever. And it's just like a loose um, outline of your family of origin and how it relates today. So like, who was in your house growing up? My mom, mm-hmm. my dad, my sister. And half the time, my brother. Mm -hmm. And so she makes like a little over here to my brother with his mom. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get to, we'll talk about that family too. Um, So your mom's siblings. She's got a sister up here with two daughters that I'm close to. A sister I haven't seen. Okay, we're going to talk about that. How do you feel about not seeing? So she just kind of puts together this sort of circles and pen diagram, not pen, Venn diagrams and all that stuff. And I remember she's just asking me rapid fire questions about, so what about this? Or how did you, okay. So then when you were eight, da, 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 and I'm just trying to remember everything. And she just says, okay, so what about, I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So what about X, Y, Z? And I was like, I don't want to talk about that. Ding, 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 and ding, she ding, was ding. like, okay. Right. <laughs> that was like the second meeting. And when she said, what about X, Y, Z? It was nothing I would have thought to be like, we're going to have to talk about this. And I, think I was solar plexus. I think I, I would need some version of that because I don't know where to begin. Right. So she might do that. Maybe. She might. I'm so excited for you. Like I gave, I gave them. So I'm on a phone call with her. And I give like the briefest of rundowns of my life. Which what did that is like, sound like? It was like, so I've been looking for therapy for a while. I'm finally decided to pull a trigger, get the things done. Um, I'm recently divorced, getting married again. Have a son. I was homeless. Um, something, something, something. <laughs> writing a book. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And okay. she's like, "Okay, so let me check my." And it's like, this is the most awkward of. Was and, it? And I think my explanation of things was very awkward, mm-hmm. and, and I was clear. Like, in my mind, at the very least, this is maintenance. Yeah. Um, if it's more terrific, but I at the very least, I need the maintenance end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more. I'm sure it is um not that i would know even going to the very basic things of um my writing practice and the conversation we had about oh yeah so you 
at least in my mind, you frame writing practice of sitting, sitting, uh, sitting down in front of computer paper, whatever it is, for an hour. Correct. And focusing on putting pen to paper, typing two words, whatever yep. it is, and just doing that. And I'm for, I'm, yeah, at this point I'll say I'm pretty much incapable of doing mm. that. I'm write three words or write a, write a paragraph, pick up my phone, mm-hmm. write three more things, clean up the studio, mm-hmm. write three things, um, video edit. What would happen if you, uh, I had to do this with people in my the 12 week class. Mm-hmm. Phones off. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's really, I'm, I can tell you, I'm, you're going to find something beyond finding something. I'm going to be uncomfortable and antsy and more, um, so what I'm looking for, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be less productive because I'm going to be focused on just the stillness. What if, what if your me. writing practice was 15 minutes? Um, yeah, I think, I think my writing practice, yeah, I don't know that that helps because. No, that you start with 15 minutes. I've had people start with five. Maybe an hour is too long for you to start building up your writing practice. So. I've had people start with literally sitting down for five minutes mm -hmm. and seeing how long it takes for them to get to a point where they can sit down for five minutes and do the things. And then build up from there. It's weird though, because I'm, if I was incapable of doing the things, that might be something. But I'm still, I'm capable of doing the things. So I'm not capable of, at least at this juncture, of focusing on the thing steadily for 20 minutes or however long it is. There has to be, I guess it's almost like a release valve. I need to touch something to come back. Um, like like I said before, the, but the, you don't though. I like, do. You do with this, but do you? I would I would say that if it were like that with everything, but it's not. What do you mean with everything? Like if you are taking a new mixer out of the box, you don't have to get up every three five minutes and get on your phone. You're gonna nail down. You're going to get the directions. You're gonna watch YouTube, and you're gonna get the camera slash headphone slash mixer slash whatever to work. With no, no interruption. It's an intricate process, though. Right. There's YouTube. There's a physical thing. There's the phone. There's multiple things happening once to get that one thing done. Mm-hmm. Writing is just writing. Mm-hmm. There's, I'm just there's, there's no splintering of that process to where I'm doing multiple things simultaneously to get the thing done. Right. So it's a, it's a different animal. I'm saying there are people who can't do it here either. There are mm-hmm. people who can't sit still for five minutes mm-hmm. there. Right. And they can't sit still for five minutes sure. to do this. They'll right. get this done too, mm-hmm. but they're gonna move around. So it's 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 good to know that you can. The thing I've told folks all the time is I'm great on the assembly line. Right. If I got a screw bottle caps on for eight hours, I can screw bottle caps on for eight hours right. and be fine. This thing and maybe maybe right, maybe it's just in this this one realm and maybe it's it is building a muscle. Um but it's just something I've noticed more and more, um, especially since we formalized our meetings in the coaching. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like the sitting and doing the things are a little harder. I know. I think I'm going to, I mean, it doesn't, of course, it's going to bleed over. I was about to say, we can't talk about this, but 
when we talk tomorrow, I think I want to push an hour to a half an hour and see what happens. Mm. Just to see. It might be I too guess much. A, I guess the question is, what is the parameters of the half hour being put everything away for a half hour and let's see what happens? Yeah, of course. Okay. Just like if it was an hour. Well, I mean, I haven't come close to even attempting that over the course of an hour. Like I, I put on music. Music's fine. Not put on music and try to block out the things, but I end up pulling back into something. Give me examples, because the phone can't even be in the same room with you. I don't know if you remember overhearing this about this one woman who never was making her word count every week. She was like, "I didn't do it. I didn't do it," and she had an iPad. And she said she would always end up p- picking up her iPad. And so I was like, can you turn it off? So she turns off the iPad. And I said, turn it off, put it in another room. She couldn't put it in another room. She was like, no, that's not okay. I'll turn it off and I'll just leave it here. And I was like, why can't you move it to another room though? No, that's fine. I don't need to do all that. I'm just, so what would happen? She turned it off. And after five minutes, she turned it back on. It's right there. I'm funny. I'm, as you tell that story, I will put it in another room and not turn it off. Right, she did that too. Because I'll get up, but I'll still get up, touch Go it, come it. back. Right. So when I told now her, I might to put touch it, it less because of that, but I'm still going to get up. She put it in another room, didn't turn it off, went there a couple times. Um, so that's a big part of what you're going to have to do. You okay over there? Mm, I'm good. Yeah, it's going to be. I was only to say the word that you don't like me to say um, or like to be said. Interesting? Yes. I don't like that. Interesting? I don't like that word. Well, I'm fine with it. No, no, no. I'm 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 just noting how you say it versus how I say it. I say interesting. And I say interesting. Oh. Alexa. Hey Google. How do you pronounce interesting? That's pronounced interesting. There you go. Hey Google, how do you pronounce interesting? That's pronounced interesting. Shut up. <laughs> you just shut your face. I don't know that either one of them is wrong though. No, I think it's just yeah. Because it I mean the way it's spelled, it should be interesting. It is interesting. Right. Anyway. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, we gotta watch acrimony. Um <laughs> About watching Acrimony. Yeah, I know. It's probably not going to happen. It's a wee bit late. And she's riding bikes and doing things anyway. She's riding bikes. Let's hope that she's alive. She doesn't have her keys, so I don't know how she's going to... She's in the spot. She's fine. We got to figure out where to put all these bikes, though. I know. We have all the bikes. What are we going to do? I don't know, because I'm waiting to get a quote on another bike for a knucklehead who who outgrew his bike quickly like while you were trying to teach him how to ride on it yeah he's got like his heels and pedals it's just like yeah plus he couldn't pick it up so there was that you think you'll be able to find something wide enough for him to pick up um so the bike i'm looking at um he's yeah he'll be totally fine and it has as many gears i think as your bike it's kind of ridiculous where is it? Uh, his house downstairs. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Okay. Listen.
Oh, real quick. Uh, posted. No, we can't do it no, no, in no. here. Shut up. Um, I if you go to our Facebook page, Good Talk Productions on Facebook. Yes. Um, a edited version of writing practice is posted now. On Good Talk Productions on Facebook. Okay. Um, check that out. Need okay. some feedback. Are you talking to me? No. Oh, I was about to say. I'm talking to the folks. I seen it. The people out there. Um. Yeah, and give us the ratings and all the other good stuff. But where's the link for the ratings? What do you mean? Isn't there a link? Good rate my podcast. Uh. Are we still doing that? Yeah. I forgot the name of the link. Um. Rate this podcast. Yes. Dot com forward slash good talk productions i think That's i don't know it's so in the show notes it's in every show notes it's in the show notes yeah. look in the show notes it's there rate us you know i love show notes it's hot as fire it's not that bad here oh you just see me up in general right here where i am i'm hot oh